yourself being one of them? Like when you're 60, do you think you're gonna be like them? They're so open. Well, I think from all the years of suppressing it, now they're like, oh my gosh, I'm in a room with other gay people. I'm just gonna be gay. So and gay. Just do it. So what do you think, Colin? When you get that old, are you gonna be like them? I mean, I'm certainly not gonna be like Pandora's drag mom. Oh no. Hopefully. Oh, you don't want to carry a dildo in your pocket? Just in case. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. yeah. Is that a dildo in your pocket? Or are you just happy <laughs> to see me? It's actually a dildo. <laughs> um I, you know, I think that's a good question, like in general, of like there's this idea, because I have the sort of the same feeling of like I look at gay men who are in their fifties and sixties and um it's kind of like us with the internet, right? Like we know life before and after the internet. Right. And they know life before and after, uh, you know, huge movements in gay liberation. Sure. And so, you know, um, are we going to be like them? No, because I don't think we have that kind of time to make that we need to make up. You know what I mean? Okay, like, right. Like the, like what uh, what Raven was saying, this idea that like, well, they were, you know, in the closet for so long and now they're just kind of open. Right, right. Like I think it's if I were to compare it to this whole like before and after the internet thing, I think... I love that there are people who are like craving an analog life. They want the library. They want to read books, old fashioned style. They want to like switch off sure. and not record be, players. Right. And, yeah, right. Embracing going back all that. to the fields and the earth and local and organic. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, I think yeah. a lot of that often is because you have that frame of reference. Right. You, ha- you, you remember a less connected life. Right. Uh, I mean, in contrast, though, I don't think that they want to go back to being in the closet. No, what I'm yeah. trying to say is just because you have that frame of reference, right. you act a certain way in response. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the 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 gays now, um, there's... I feel like with gay liberation and uh, equal rights now when it comes to marriage, right? Now we're on a new forefront of trans rights and mm-hmm. gender binary, yeah. gender non-binary, um, and kind of breaking down all of that. Um, so there might be uh, kind of a liberation in that sense. That's a good point. There's yeah. still more to come. Um, but I, uh, it, it seems to me, and I, I went to go see this fabulous play last night um, called uh, Bright Colors and Bold Patterns, um, oh. starring the man who plays Chloe Sevigny. Oh, Drew yeah. Judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it was, great. It was directed by Michael Urie. It was at the Soho Playhouse uh, oh, where you had your play. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was fantastic. I think mm. it's done now, unfortunately. Mm. But um, anyway, there's this whole aspect of how for so long gay men were chasing normalcy, right? Mm-hmm. They were chasing, we want to be married. We want to be looked at as normal. We want to be looked at as normal. Um, and then when you finally get it, you're kind of like, but wait a minute, my whole life I was told you're not normal, you're not normal. And right. I finally embraced it. And I'm like, okay, I'm not normal. Right. And now I'm being told, actually, you need to get married. Actually, mm-hmm. there's this pressure now that you have to be normal. Right. And that you have to adopt kids and you have to have a house and you have to, mm-hmm. you know, have a double income. It's like right. uh, for so long, we were not expecting any of that. And so yeah. we kind of had to come to terms and come to peace with, actually, I'm going to let my freak flag fly and I'm going to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, these gay men, these older gay men, um, while they, they certainly like, you know, lived through gay liberation and, and, and kind of helped all of that along and just by existing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, uh, I think the newer gays now are almost resisting the, the, the 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 want to be quote unquote normal. Yeah, <clears throat> I hear that. I mean, I think I think maybe what got lost in kind of this, you know, push towards being like getting married and having equal rights. It's like we're not pushing for that to be the new thing. It's the option. 
You know what I mean? Oh, it's okay, just yeah. in my mind, I look at it as like this is just an option, and everything else should still be an option. It's not an it's not a an or situation. It's an and situation. Uh-huh. And I think. Um, it we all just—I mean—at the end of the day, we all just want to be treated humanely, yeah, throughout the world, right? I Obviously, think it's, it's more about being how you're being treated in the world versus how you choose to live your life, yeah. Um, but that being said, I think that there are undercurrents of like certain ways you choose to live your life will garner certain reactions and responses. Sure. So if you're letting your freak flag fly, more people are going to treat you less like a human being than if you're fitting in. This is invasion of the body snatchers. Right, right. If you're right. fitting in, no one's going to point at you and scream. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's tough, you know, because we all want to fit in. And so we've talked about this so many times right. of not wanting to stick out, you know, because we stand out. Right. But yeah, and, and we should continue to want to or to embrace that part of us that stands out. And Absolutely. That's special. Uh, so, I, you know, in terms of this question, am I get, when I'm 60, I'm going to be like these men. I don't think I'm going to be like these men in the sense of, uh, you know, where they are in their personal journeys. Mm-hmm. But I do hope that I'm like them in the sense that they've lived through um, a lot and fought a lot mm-hmm. and and stayed true to themselves. Yeah. Um, and that they are open and that they are who they are. I mean, mm-hmm. one of them was uh, talking about, um, I think it was Raven's Drag Mother, about being in a skag drag. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I, I've seen in Chicago and I, you know, it's it's so interesting and brilliant and such a fun game sometimes to put on that kind of ugly mess. Yeah, yeah. I think that like, I don't know if it's necessarily tied to being gay as it is with it's just with age that I hope as I get older, I continue to worry less about other people's opinions of me. Right. I continue to embrace myself as like... And wear a red, white, and blue bikini or a wrong, wrong, and wrong bikini. Wrong, wrong, and wrong bikini, but but maybe in the right, right, and more appropriate places and times to wear it. Because <laughs> that's it. I mean... Well, what's appropriate, Mary? Well, I feel like, you know, this is obviously something we're going to talk about this episode, particularly because, you know, we've we've kind of skirted around this, but it is certainly a timely issue of like... Uh, maybe Pandora's mother is crossing some lines here that feel oddly, or not oddly, but uh, incredibly sensitive now and maybe didn't feel as sensitive then. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know her. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I actually, that's one of the things I'm really interested in talking about this episode, or, you know, this week is... Uh, Pandora's mother, I was I was just getting like the skeeves the entire well, it's, time. Well, I mean, and you know, it's not even just a gay issue, but it's it's like a, a generational issue, and we're seeing that even now, timely. Like there are men in this world that just believe that they can, yeah, cr- you know that that's how they do it, mm-hmm. that's, and actually, just, and they expect it. Yeah, and I think that there was. Um, I, I saw this on oh, someone posted this on Facebook, and it might actually be one of our Marys. Um, but I don't want to miscredit. But in any event, if if it's you, you know who you are. Um, but was posting this article and this response to kind of everything going on in the media right now. Um, and you're talking about um, for all the yes, marriage, the maybe assault. not in America, but all the sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Coming mm-hmm. down in Hollywood and in the Senate and in Congress. Yeah. Right. Right. Pretty much everywhere you can look. Except for the president's office. Oh, no, of course. Right. When the Democrat yeah. in, was in office, you know. Obviously. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I think Hillary probably like looked at a Secret Service agent the wrong way and could be accused of, you know, harassment. Um, so I uh, sort of. Yeah. So in, in reference of that and I, I'm. I lost my point completely. Uh, uh, you're, you're the Mary. Oh, yes. Sorry. That's what it was. So um, someone had posted something about like all of this, but in like the gay lens of in the gay community, 
the lines have always been blurrier. Right. You know, when when you're at a club or it's or a bar or whatever, it's not uncommon to, for someone to pass by and grab your ass or make a flirty comment or just come right up to you and make a move. And it's not uncommon to accept that as like welcomed or what you came here for or mm. not necessarily a problem because you didn't consent to it. Right. It's like on Grinder when somebody sends you a dick pic, it's like, well, that's part of the game. It's yeah. like, well, actually, does it have to be, you yeah. know, I mean, unsolicited dick pics. It's yeah. like, mm. I mean, the reality is like, I don't mind them, but I also because it, but it's also kind of about how I'm approaching something like Grinder. You know what I mean? Like I, a, I know that I know that going in, I know that 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 does kind of sound like well you know boys will be boys you need to just like adjust to that but like it's grinder you go there to have sex with people you go there to hook up with people and secondarily and tertiarily you might meet a friend or a boyfriend but like let's be real like as RuPaul says like you don't go to a Chinese food restaurant and order the lasagna yeah I, and I get all that I I also think that sometimes a place like grinder is a is a place for people to act out in the way that they want to in real life mm-hmm. and then can't because of whatever social norms and laws and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't think that it necessarily makes it okay. I mean, I, I wish that technology could reflect, you know, a more, uh, a, a more realistic situation mm-hmm. um, and that more realistic conversations can be had on Grindr, but yeah. obviously Grindr is, uh, you know, its own beast and, and function yeah. that I feel like is kind of like a, like a, a sore in the gay community right now that mm-hmm. it's continuing those ideas of objectification and uh, kind of low frequency vibrating um, oh. like connections. I mean, it is, if we're going to just, if we're going to just use the term toxic masculinity, it is, yeah. it's where it's bred the most, you know, in, in some of the highest concentrations in the gay community. I mean, I've deleted Grinder off my phone so many times just to like, oh, fuck this. Fuck this way of interacting. Yeah. But then if it's just kind of like when you're in the mood, it's like, oh, this is a convenient option. And so it's like. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate for the younger gay community, I think, to see that this still exists and that this Mm -hmm. is still okay and that this is still a good way to interact because uh, while we're talking about, you know, the uh, how we want to be when we get older, I'm kind of worried about the younger generation, even my generation, of how we're going to be when we're older because we won't really know how to interact. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a larger thing of, like, people just not knowing how to interact because everything has, you know, being boiled down to, like, a text message, you know, versus a phone call. Even that is a huge... You know, no one wants to talk on the phone anymore. Right. You know, and it's like... No one sends an email anymore. I love an email. I love a nice long email. That mm-hmm. to me is like that's a long my, hard email. A long hard probing, probing, cut or uncut, throbbing email, throbbing email. <laughs> yeah, just you know, with a big old signature at the end. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love a good email. You know, yeah. And I think that um, yeah, people just don't know how to communicate because it's just like you know you're not forced to, you don't have to practice it. You don't have to like work that muscle, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah, I, uh, we, we kind of got on a little tangent, which is fine. It's um, fine. It's what we do here. But yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is that they don't, the older, older generations aren't, uh, they didn't have to use grinder, right? They, they went out and Mm -hmm. they did it and yeah, they grabbed your ass. Right. And that's how it was. That's Mm -hmm. their sending of a dick pic. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, well, if we're going to have a problem with gay men grabbing your ass in a club, why don't we have a problem with just sending a dick pic unsolicited? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why is it okay for a gay man to send another gay man a dick pic, but it's not okay when a gay man or when a, when a gay man, Mm -hmm. when a man sends a woman a dick pic unsolicited, you know? 
know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same low frequency. It's the same yeah. kind of like, f- what the fuck? Like, why am I looking at your dick right now, dude? Yeah, it, it's the same thing on paper. And then I think with all of just like the unfortunate nuances, there are some unfortunate nuances in this world. Even I will say that the unfortunate nuances of that there are huge differences between it happening between two gay men and a man and a woman. Right. You know, I mean, I agree with you. It technically isn't any different. But the way that gay interactions and gay culture has been built up um it's done differently there's i feel like between men and women the the power dynamic is different and i think that's a big part of it right whereas i think with gay men a lot of times it's not that there isn't a power dynamic it's just that the power struggle is a little more um balanced yeah you know um, and so it becomes, I mean, I think that's why for gay men, I think that's why power is like the lubricant of sex for so many gay men and why it's the dynamic of so many sexual, sexual situations is it's about who's the dom, who's the sub, who's the top, who's the bottom, who's in control, even kind of the uncommunicated power dynamics instead of just like having fucking sex for whatever reason you want to have it. Sure. So I think that like there's so much of a power grab, land grab between two men in these situations that it seems or feels less predatory okay yeah well obviously yeah i certainly yeah i'm not saying it isn't less right but of course the the privilege right is Mm -hmm. is there um you know back to the original raven's question like like do you think you're gonna be like these men i mean i think with this just short discussion we've had uh there's so many factors now Yeah. yeah that are going to affect us as older generation men, even to the point where, you know, in this hopeless society we live in, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be that old. You know what I mean? Like, I that's mean, what's also scary. Sure. But I'm sure that they had those questions, too. It's like, mm-hmm. especially with HIV and oh yeah, um, and, and the AIDS crisis. I, it's just kind of like, well, you know, I think that's a huge. There was a too. hopelessness there, too. Yeah. So, you know, I hope we all kind of come out um, on top, so to speak. Or wherever you Or land. on the bottom. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or you in know, the middle. Or just oral, whatever or works. Or no anal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just um, want to rub up against it? Get up into yeah, that, girl. Yeah, work it yeah. out. Get yours. Just do it yes. consensually. Docking for 2025. <laughs> docking. Yes. <laughs> docking. Uh, if you don't know what docking is, Mary, you're, you're not. Very <laughs> you're very naive. You're very naive. You're not doing drag. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> If you're not docking, you're not doing drag. <laughs> um, yeah, but so so anyway, uh, I I do um, I do hope uh, for for great things. I think that these uh, golden gals on this episode um, were more or less lovely, and it was mm-hmm. interesting to think of us looking at uh, the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, well, we're all going to be old. You know, it's, many of us will become old. Yeah, um, yeah. If you and, live that long, it's the inevitability. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, how are you going to be? How are you going to live? Mm-hmm. And and, and what type of person are you going to be? Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I hope I age like wine and not like milk. That's <laughs> what I hope for. It does a body good, girl. <laughs> At a certain point. And then it's just cottage cheese. <laughs> and that doesn't do anybody's body any good. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Mary, why don't you tell our Marys what they're listening to? Oh, well, of course, you're listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. Oh, right, Mary. <laughs> all right, Mary. <laughs> uh, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul's created with this little beady beady tv show i'm johnny and i'm colin today we are continuing our recap of season two with golden gals these golden these golden gals uh which is of course this season's makeover challenge yeah yeah um and it is uh yeah it's an interesting episode um 
do we want to just it's not my favorite makeover challenge probably um, not mine either it's not i mean i do i i like the idea uh i think that there were some there were some moments in it where you know the younger generation the older generation got a time to reflect which we'll certainly talk about mm-hmm. um but in terms of the challenge uh, at the end of it all i was kind of like all right they all did fine I mean, that, yeah, I mean, I thought Tyra did really great. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Tyra. Um, but, yeah. but I, uh, I was kind of like, this is a little objective of who goes home, it, um, well, I think or the, subjective. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I was just kind of like, all right, well, it's either Pandora or Tatiana, yeah, Miss Honey, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, and we could talk about that production decision um, mm-hmm. when we get there. But um, for me, it was just kind of like. All right, I, I like the mini challenge. Kind of ended in a womp womp, and yeah. then you know the 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 main challenge went on. Um, the the guests were great, so this was an okay episode. Right. Um, so that's pretty much it, Marys. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week. <laughs> well, let's bitch. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. All right, let's go. All right. Um, so you know, obviously. I, I do like that all the girls, you know, really like Jessica and we're sad to see her go. Oh, well, don't forget Raven on Juju's back. Oh, yes. I only noticed that the second time I watched it. I was like, oh, when did that happen? And Juju does this Miss Swan voice, mm-hmm. which I thought was so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw that today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they all like Jessica. And yeah. she was really the only one where there was no real drama with any of the queens. Yeah. I mean, if you forget, Pandora had drama with Tyra and then continues that drama this episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jessica was the one that everybody liked. And so of course, you know, poor Tatiana like gets the brunt of sending home the one that everybody likes. Right, right. But it's, it always, it's always amazing to me when like a queen, I guess like Nina Bonina Brown obviously got this when Valentina went home. It's like, this isn't Nina's fault. This right. isn't like Tati's fault. It's like, well... You got to just do you. You got to do your best. And right. I mean, if you're in a competition, you're not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to step down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get the quote unquote honor in that mm-hmm. um, to please fans. <clears throat> right. But like Tatiana and Nina had their own fans. And it's just yeah. kind of like, no, no, don't. No, I don't want to see you give up. Let yeah. the cards play. You know, yeah. les jeux sont faits. Um, exactly. as Satra would say mm-hmm. um, it just has to go it just mm-hmm. has to be how it is um, so Ty, uh, Raven says people are really upset that Jessica went which translates to Raven saying you know me and Tyra are upset that Tatiana is still here right right um, yeah know, because Juju is like still into it oh yeah Juju's yeah. fine mm-hmm. and then Raven loves to hear her own voice translates to Raven likes to be right and make others feel insecure yeah yeah, well, it's it's so interesting that she's coming up against Tatiana and like questioning her confidence when she is like demonstrating all of the all the actions and habits and um, choices of somebody who's not feeling confident at all. Oh, you know? oh Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you keep poking at someone. It's like, why is this so important to you that that well, somebody else is not feeling confident? I I mean, yeah, I can see how that can be construed as uh, as almost an insecurity, but I also think that Raven has a. There, there's a chip on her shoulder still mm-hmm. from like when Mystique was still here and when, mm-hmm. you know, back when she had her followers, you know, Sonique and whatever. Yeah. Um, she needs to have power. And I feel like um, Raven really wants Tatiana to like bear her claws yeah. and really wants to get into it with her because mm-hmm. Raven, she's this alpha confrontational perna- uh, person. She's honest. Um, and, you know, there's nothing really wrong with that per se like that's just how you are as a competitor like that's one way to be but Tatiana is not that type of competitor like she's much more quiet about her her confidence and her desire to win and it's just kind of more internal yeah and uh, you know I I I don't think it's it's lack of confidence 
to be shocked that she didn't go home. It's it's just an understanding that she didn't do well in the challenge and that Jessica is a great competitor. Yeah. And so for me, it was it, I'd, Raven was kind of coming at Tatiana and trying to bring something out of her. Yeah. And Tatiana's like, that's just not what it is. Right. And, and, and you know, finally she's just like, well, you know, I don't want to have to defend my confidence and I want to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I felt this way last week in the Untucked with um they're just very different people yeah with with jujube where she it felt like she was trying to get tatiana like riled up in in the like i guess like the silver lounge of like she was like i mean you know you're sitting here saying oh i didn't do the best like you shouldn't give up she's like i'm not giving up i'm just being realistic yeah they they keep wanting to get this like reaction i don't know if we end up getting anything in the next episode from tatiana but like we don't actually ever really see her lose her shit. The only time it apparently happens is the unseen footage of her coming for Tyra, <laughs> right. which is interesting. The, the alleged. The alleged, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't see her competitive style as being a weakness, and clearly Raven does. Yeah. And um, obviously it's not up for Raven to decide. So I think it's kind of cool to see Tatiana, this young 21-year-old, kind of like standing her ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little weird to see Raven just kind of like doing it. But at the same time, just to give Raven a little bit of a bone, mm-hmm. um, she's on TV. And Raven, I think, is playing school as fuck or Alexis Michelle and being mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to talk and I'm going to I'm just going to create gonna I'm going to the story. Yeah, I'm going to be a good, uh, you know, producer's contestant. Yeah, of course. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk and I'm going to yeah. try to start something. I'm and I could bring this out of Tatiana. I could see the logic in that, too, of like, I'm going to be a good production assistant. Yeah, I'm going to help this TV show along. Right. I get that. I, yeah. I get that strategy. Um, yeah. It's not even a bad one. You just have to be really good at it. Right. And I don't. And I don't. Think I don't think that, she's figured out how to talk to Tatiana. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like if Raven had like taken a softer approach with Tatiana or tried to actually be her quote unquote enemy friend, frenemy, mm-hmm. yeah, then maybe Tatiana would 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 kind of divulge more. But right. it, it seems like even in in this episode. Tatiana does not want to let anybody know the kind of shit she's up to, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, she's, I mean, when that whole thing of, I mean, RuPaul says it later of, like, Tatiana, whose strategy is no strategy. And, of course, that's kind of what she is projecting is, like, oh, I don't really have a strategy. I don't think that's true. No, it's not. But I do think there's some truth in it. I don't think she has, like, a mapped out strategy. You and I both know. You and I both know. Like, she's no Shangela. She's not, like masterminding anything right she's just like oh okay i'll do this oh i'll try that like yeah. oh i could i see a string i'm gonna pull it you yeah, know? yeah oh this yeah. guy has you know this guy looks the worst i'm gonna give him a raven right right yeah. right yeah she's not like this is not a long con in the least yeah 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 um um so pandora talks a little bit about her kind of dilemma right how yeah. the judges are giving her mixed messages of whether she should be funny or glamorous and for me i'm just like pandora i don't think that you're seeing the bigger picture which is that they just want you to do something different yeah and kind of raise your levels a little bit. Just raise the levels. Whether you're going to be glamorous, you're going to be funny, the volume is too low. Yeah. Um, you're like an old episode of All Right, Mary. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's great. Just turn it up. You know, uh, and and in terms of Pandora, though, I mean, I, I remember last week we kind of had that back and forth mm-hmm. over whether or not she should have been oh, more funny. Yeah. I mean, should she change for what the the judges are trying to tell her to do? Right. She mm-hmm. sh- she should just raise it up. She should yeah. be be hilarious. Right. I, I think that that's another one of these little nuances that like Juju points out. It's like they're not necessarily asking you like don't do what you're doing. Just like 
what else you got? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, or, or bring out, you know, really yeah, bring well, tell out. Tell us a joke. Well, tell yeah. us a joke. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's like, well, then come on. Right. Like, if you're this comedy queen, then fucking be it. And uh, it feels to me at this point, like last week I was saying, like, you know, don't change your drag, just do you. But I feel like if Pandora feels like, you know, how can I impress Santino if he doesn't like my style? It's like, you need to answer that question. You can't just give up. It's not rhetorical. Right. You're right. going to have to figure that out. Well, so, A, don't focus on impressing Santino, but hear the essence of what he's saying. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to go for it right. this way. Right. I, I just think... That, Make a decision. Right. And I think it's come down to the wire. It's like, you're, you're going to have to step it up. Like, yeah. you're gonna, whatever you got to do, you're going to have to step it up. Right. So... Um, then of course RuPaul shows up so casual. I oh well, yeah. Before that, obviously Juju B thinks this challenge is that they're going to get their surgery to get their ovaries removed. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was funny delivery. Yeah, I and I, it reminded me of like something else she says earlier in the season after uh, a she male <laughs> about something like also like as if they're women. You know, oh, oh, there's oh. some sort of reference <laughs> right. like that as if they're women. Um, so Rue shows up. She's got her rake and leaves outfit on. She's just, you know, she's got, her, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. so casual. Um, and yeah, there's this mini challenge, this baby picture match game mini cute. challenge. It was cute. I thought, Jesus, fucking Mystique cannot catch a break. She's been yeah. gone for episodes. She's still the butt of a joke. Well, she's still the butt of a joke. And then we, I mean, it's this kind of lighthearted thing. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, RuPaul's like, well, there was a fire. Right. She's lost all well, her baby yeah. pictures. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. won, Tatiana. But anyway, Tatiana, you won. <laughs> and and you could tell that in the moment that like Rue said it and then probably made some joke, but they cut it. You know what I mean? Like, it oh, just, like, I couldn't tell. Oh, it felt to me like it was like, let's just get this line out as straight faced as possible before I start laughing. Okay. That's how it felt. Yeah. Um, poor Mystique. Um, so, of course, uh, Tati does win. Uh, uh, I love Tyra's reaction. When Tyra, when Tatiana won, when when Rue said like fifty one seconds, mm-hmm. Tyra was like, "Oh, like wow, like it oh. was so this genuine, graceful, supportive, oh. joyful reaction." And I was like, "Tyra's starting to have a good time. Like this mm-hmm. isn't. She's not pissed. She's not like disappointed. No. She's like, oh cool. Oh wow, you got it in fifty one seconds. Like, yeah. that's great. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's a nice little and micro moment. I was moment. like, oh man, Tyra. Okay." I mean, just that kind of made me kind of love Tyra a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, that was nice of you to kind of love it. And then yeah. meanwhile, Raven's like, mm, claps. Right, right. Raven. I mean, act one gun for this episode of All Right, Mary. I just love Tyra. Oh, okay. done. I just think that she is. <laughs> I, I just fucking love uh, her. Let all the emails and tr- angry tweets come in. Come for me, mama. Come for me. Come I, on you. Come on me. Come for me. <laughs> uh, nope. Not going to say that last one. Uh, <laughs> wherever it can go. You're so, on prep. It's okay. <laughs> it, that's what I was going to say. I was like, come on, come forward, come in. I don't care. One <laughs> little blue pill. And so I, I, um, yeah, no, I love Tyra. And I feel like this challenge, we saw so much good from her and so yeah. much talent. Yeah, we did see a lot of great things from Tyra. But yeah. anyway, so this kind of started it for yeah. me. I was like, oh, okay, Tyra. Oh, that was nice of you to yeah. kind of be like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I love that. That's, uh, you know, I, I do think that Tatiana winning, I'm sure it was real, but it certainly creates a convenient narrative in terms of like picking the queens and Ta- Tatiana picking the queens for the, I mean, the the drag mothers for the other girls. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
no, I mean, unless Raven won, no one else would there be much weight in terms of who got to pick the queens. For oh, them, yeah. You know what I mean, right. Right. Um, like, I don't know what it would have meant if Tyra won and yeah. started picking the queens uh, for the, the I don't, bowling gals. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she would do it. I don't think she'd be strategic. I think she would just be like, well, I'm going to take the one I want. And right. then I'll just go you, you, you and you. You right. know, I just I don't think she's got time. for. I think that like Tyra, like, I think the wedding dress challenge. She took the ugliest one. She's yeah. like, I want a challenge. Yeah, right. Because Tyra is so great. Um, <laughs> Love her. Oh Ugh. man! You know, I wonder if there's things, if there's behaviors of Tyra's after her win that have uh, been controversial uh, outside of the "kill yourself" yeah uh, tweets that, yeah. that were pretty insensitive. Yeah. Um. But you know, uh, that's I, showbiz. That's showbiz. You know, but like in the context of 2010 season two, leave Tyra alone. I'm like under a blanket filming this on my point and shoot camera. Well, you know, there are a lot of people that, I mean, like me at the time when I was, was like, Jujubee, 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 sure. you know, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, Jujubee never, you know, never appeared. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, no, she yeah, she didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't appear. She didn't appear. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was it was Tyra Raven and, uh, and Jujubee. And yeah, I did not want Tyra to win because yeah. I was still salty about the, the singing challenge and right. just kind of how she was and Raven I didn't want to win because she was a bully yeah so oh if it was the first time I was watching it got down to the top three and I had Juju B in the mix I'd be like I want Juju yeah. she's like the one Jujube. I love the most Juju right Jujube. Yeah. but like I think that for example if like well I guess if we were to look at like if the top four of season nine if the finale wasn't the way that it worked out it'd be like well I really want Sasha to win but like chances are Shay's gonna win yeah. because of the track record, right? So I would understand that, but I would want the one I wanted to yeah. win to win regardless. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so of course we find out about the main challenge that these queens will be dragging up older gay men as their drag mothers. There we go. Uh, and so uh, Tati gets as the winner of the main challenge. She gets to pick the the moms, and so Tati picks Michael, um, a writer. A wow. writer. Wow. Uh, yeah, Tati. <laughs> That's like, I love that nobody listening Nobody knows. in the world. Yeah, that is nobody literally the between the two of us. Sorry, yeah. sorry, that is, yeah. A writer, wow. A writer, wow. <laughs> um, so, and then Juju gets his name, Don? I Juju gets Edward. Edward, Edward. And he's... I mean, he's a displaced mortgage accountant. And I couldn't tell if he... Or I thought that was Pandora's guy. He no, a, Pandora's is Don, the retired teacher. Oh, right, right, right. So is a displaced mortgage accountant, accountant, is he a displaced accountant or is it displaced it's mortgage? displaced mortgage. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, displaced mortgage. <laughs> displaced mortgage with Michaels. <laughs> with yeah, with Michaels, yeah. She's serving you low interest rates. <laughs> Tax free. Tax free. And a bonus if you trim her tree. <laughs> yeah. She's giving you equity, mama. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then of course marriage uh, equity marriage <laughs> equity we're looking for marriage equity <laughs> um, congratulations australia for marriage equity equity <laughs> oh yeah congratulations australia on that big old big old yes yeah yeah yeah. Um, it's sorry hectic yeah it's sorry good sorry good uh God, I feel so because I, I know we have Australian Marys, and I just, oh, I'm like, so many. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, who is Andy Klaus? Oh yeah, from yeah, Pop yeah. Chops. Oh, oh my God, him. I love him. I finally listened. Let's to Let's get them. married, Andy. Uh, I think I think the I think they're one or both of them are taken. So oh, no, and I gotta tell you, Australia is really far. Oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's, yeah, I need to get far away from this country. Yeah, well, that's a place to go. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> 
So, and the fun fact the about... The Australian Open is there. Australian Open is there. Yeah, the Great Barrier Reef for however long it's going to last. However long it lasts. When you get yeah. sushi, the soy sauce comes in these little plastic fish with a screw-on cap. Oh, wow. And it's it's so cute. Really I've cute. never seen them here. Oh, yeah, oh, and then yeah. when you're done with them, clean them out, you, fill them with water. Ice cubes, mama. <gasps> oh, my God, a little ice cube thing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah, so... Cute. Um, little tip from me to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would never eat a kangaroo, but no, you know. I've, are they I've, a nuisance there? Do people like look at them like raccoons? Um, I don't know. Maybe I've had I've had kangaroo. It's it's okay. Go to hell. It was years ago. I'd never do it now. Fur is murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, it was uh, faux kangaroo. It was uh, fangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Foingaroo. Foingaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Kangaroo, are you? It's actually a new uh, <laughs> kangaroo Paul. Kangaroo Paul. <laughs> Offer code kangaroo. Kangaroo. <laughs> We've just evolved into like magnet poetry at this point. Oh, We're just saying man. things. So uh, yeah. So then Pandora gets Don, the retired teacher. Yeah, the boxes. <laughs> That's what Rue says when she when uh, she gets Don. RuPaul says, Ah, oh, the, the, boxes. Boxes. the boxes. The boxes. I love that. Um, Tyra gets Dustin, Dustin, the former ballet dance instructor. I would have. Him first, ballroom, yeah, the ballroom instructor, uh, ballroom dance instructor, yeah, he said ballet. Sorry, it only matters because they do a little, you know, it, it factors in. Later. Yes, no, yeah. I get it. Thank you, you got it. Thank you, you understand. Do you understand? Do you understand? <laughs> get the <laughs> catch my drift. <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> Can we talk about sun tanning? Can we talk about sun tanning. <laughs> She's a child. <laughs> She's a child. <laughs> She's a child. There it is. It's in the back of the throat there. The child. <laughs> She's a child. Oh my God. Juju for president. Juju my God. Juju for president. Uh, uh. Airline. Could you imagine President Airline? President my God. Air- yeah, the airline airlines. The, the, yeah, the the, 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 the the campaign trail speaks for itself. Right? Yeah. Right? She yeah. would just read. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. She, she would just, yeah. She'd lip sync for her life. She'd lip sync past speeches. Ah. Oh. oh. God, Ugh. get me on the campaign trail, Mary. Come on, I right? will campaign for Juju B. I will subpoena Nina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why y'all acting brand new? <laughs> Why y'all acting brand new? Subpoena Nina. I'm a subpoena Nina. <laughs> oh, and call Edward, the displaced mortgage accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got equity for your nerve. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Raven gets Stephen May. Oh, Stephen. Owner of a real estate brokerage. Yeah. yeah. Sweet little Stephen. Oh, yes. Probably one of my favorite makeover contestants okay. of the series. Oh, wow. I, I think really? Stephen's a sweetheart. What about Wintergreen? Oh, no. I have a list of all of them. We'll talk about them. Don't worry. Um, Wintergreen is still my top makeover queen. Oh, top. Um, top. Mm-hmm. I don't really fucking oh. care where it ends oh, up. Oh, my Just, goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, oh, yeah. I think we covered everybody. So, yeah. um I kind of wrote little notes as we learned about them before the, uh, like kind of the runway or even before Rue comes in, but just Mm -hmm. things that I learned about each of the Queens and about, uh, the, 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 the golden gals Mm -hmm. and how they kind of related. Um, I thought that I would actually, uh, talk about how, uh, if we, if you would, um, Tatiana not admitting her strategy. No. Sure. Yeah. Um, Because <laughs> Rue, Rue kind of confronts her about it. She's mm-hmm. like, so, uh, you know, Raven thinks, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. 
And clearly, Tatiana, she's like, I don't want to broadcast it to... Which is a strategic move. Yeah. That's a strategy. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that Rue, as executive producer, like, doesn't know this and can't see this, mm-hmm. but kind of wants to stir it up. And Rue even says, like, well, you know, if you did, that would be, you know, badass. Yeah. And it just kind of corroborates this idea that Rue actually appreciates, like, the Tyra cutthroatness exactly. of, a com- of a competitor. Yeah. That she kind of understands, like, well, you got to do what you got to do. And it's a TV show, you yeah. know? This is Camp Mary, you mm-hmm. know? This is Camp Mary. No, I mean, this is this is why, and we talked about this, this is what she loves about Tyra, is it, it is this kind of like, I'm going to be scrappy. I'm going to yeah. do whatever I have to do. And, and it, smile and wink about and it. And smile and wink about it. And it's just like, I think that that's, part, I mean, we've, we've said this, this is part of why Tyra won, is because she did do stuff like that. Even potentially in this episode with maybe faking an ankle injury. It's like, <laughs> but you got to give the bitch credit. Those slippers. Those slippers. <laughs> They were extra, extra gum, okay, Oh, my God. They, I was just like, those shoes. It was just, I loved it. I loved it. That's my kind of drag. Oh, Um, God. Yeah, I, um. Um, Yeah, I kind of was like, oh, Rue. They also felt like Rue. I felt like that was a you and I both know moment. It oh. was like, you're saying you have no strategy, but you and I, I both, both know, know that like, you picked. All right, Tatiana, who has no strategy. Right. Yeah, Tatiana, whose strategy is no strategy. Right. Rune, whether Rue knew because she could read that, that situation. Cute. cute moment. Right. Or the, the producers were like, we had a talking head. She totally has a strategy. Right. Ask her right. about Ask it. Ask her about it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Which feels likely to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I did, you know, we sort of talked about, um, Raven's drag mother before and about how she did skag drag. Oh, and, yeah. Um, the and belly if, piercing, which is, you know. Oh, I just love when she's like, I wanted to give you that option. <laughs> she, and then Raven's like, no, well, we're going to be covering that up. Yeah, Thanks. thank you. For Done. That, thank you for that option. Yeah, yeah, door closed. Yeah, it made me think of, and it's like, this is just like a Rain Man moment, but it just reminded me of when Aja was going home and she's packing up her stuff and she says, I even brought a spacesuit in case we needed to take it there. <laughs> just like one of my favorite drag race quotes. <laughs> It's just like things I love about Aja. Because you never know. You might have to take it there. (laughs) I I love that theory in life of like being prepared in case you have to take things there. I love that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have a a whole little bag full of masks under my bed. And I'm like, well, what if one day I have three, four friends over and we just want to put on masks? I love that you said friends. (laughs) And they're under your bed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Mary, if only I could, you know, get that much opportunity. Well, there's, you know, there's always Grinder. You just got to go in there and, you grinder. know, Grinder. Yeah. The, uh, the Gowanus Canal <laughs> of, uh, of God. dating apps. Oh, yeah. God, I just can't. I just can't. It's, it's too hard. Fucking worst. Um, yeah. I just, oh, you know, to be honest with you, I just don't have time and I'm just kind of like, well, whatever. It's fine. I'm, I go out plenty. Um, oh yeah. You're not missing anything. Yeah. I, oh, it's, it's the worst. Um, if somebody wants to see my penis before they sleep with me, that's their loss yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're a problem ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage my big dick (laughs) (laughs) she's giving you modesty for your nerve (laughs) anyway 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 um so so, (laughs) um we hear from edward he wants smaller hair so he looks thinner and juju's like mom (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I wrote this down. It was like, oh, Juju, I've been doing drag too long to know that a flat wig is going to help out a big face. I love that. Um, I 
I did want to just go back and mention because I was I was kind of fawning over Stephen. I'm going to quickly go through my other favorite makeover. Oh, okay. So Golden Golden LeMay is one of them. I I do His love Golden LeMay. Okay. Um, and from season one, I don't remember having a favorite. Honestly, okay. which is fine, um, but I do love Manila's um, Jock and Frock Matt. Okay. You know, because oh, he's Matt. that he had the woke bro, right? Right. I mean, right, it's just right, like right. gross and hot, and you know, for like once a quarter. You know what I mean? It's an indulgence. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fast food. I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna feel good about this afterwards, but while I'm eating it, it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> um, You're sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pass out after. Right. 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 Yeah. It's all very literal. And so, um, I also loved, uh, and I forget a lot, but I just remember Latrice and her Dilf had a great dynamic. I remember that they were just these. You know, I felt like they they spoke the same language. They had this, this like they got each other. Okay, and it felt really good. I feel like it's easy for Latrice to connect with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I, that type of queen, and it was nice to see that. And I just felt like oh, this is sweet. Um, yeah. I of course love Jinx's. You know, oh yeah, he killed Judy Garland. Yes, showed up later in the season six comedy challenge. Right, sleeping. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I, can't go and make over challenge recap without talking about Brandon Jocelyn's bride. Oh, just because it's like, oh, poor Brandon. Oh, poor Brandon. Poor Brandon. Who else was? Who else? That was season. Six? I had a hard time with that. Raven, or not Raven? Be, uh, 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 Bianca. Bianca had. Um, see, I don't. I don't remember Bianca's yeah. couple. I remember she won. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. We remember. Brandon of course yeah. yeah and and I remember Darian's because they like because they were different because they did a goth look and oh, so I remember right, that right. they were like super fans they like had a whole, yeah the oh whole yeah they speech. held the whole thing yeah which oh. was like all right I can I can enjoy this um I really love Chi Chi's little woman remember her from Little Women of LA yeah yeah she, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. like a mom right yeah right, right. and oh, they yeah, Chi yeah yeah they got along they said that he needed her yeah. I feel like he needed her in that moment yeah that's that's right yeah. it was kind of like this like mom thing yeah yeah and i like to see that yeah. and of course speaking of moms katya's mom katya's mom oh pat oh, oh my god katya's mom just remarkable um a and wonderful a, makeover and yeah, yeah wonderful makeover and uh and of course sarge sarge, oh, sarge who i just i was thinking about it today um i mean i i still have a soft spot for rizzo i still have a soft sure. spot for um nina's Kind oh, of, I loved all of them. Know, I mean, that, that, oh, that was such a great episode. Yeah, Sarge is just so special, right? Because um, you wanted to sleep with him all. Because I wanted. To, I mean, any of you them. wanted him to put you to bed and then get in a bed with you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. This queen size bed's big enough for two queens. Uh, I love Sarge. This queen size bed can fit a king. You know absolutely. what I'm saying, Mary? I'm saying king sized. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. Uh, I think what I like about anybody. What I like about the most when they're in drag and these makeover challenges is how how they embrace it. And um, oh, you mean the queens? The yeah, contestants. The, yeah, the contestants is, yeah. is the way that they embrace it, the way that they wear it. What I loved about Stephen in this episode was it was just like be, maybe because of his history, he's like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, sure. Like it was there was a game quality. He's like up for it. Yeah, the only one that I didn't feel like was game was uh, Juju. Oh God, who just... ha- who was really stuck in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just kind of like unfortunate. wanted to be slimmed down. You know, and yeah. I don't think that. Um, I think Juju could have done a better job at um, motivating him rather than have confidence. You know, oh, it's I know. Just like, I don't know. I don't Juju. think. I don't think Juju. She knew. didn't have time for it. She didn't have time to like coddle. Yeah. 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 Um, it did kind of feel like Tati, uh, like Michael was kind of like, I was like, is this like punked? Are they just like having yeah, him be really he weird? Was, well, he was, he was, I, you know, I know I, I work with many different generations of gay men and there are uh, many older 
generation gay men that are just kind of stuck in themselves mm-hmm. and stuck in the fact that this sucks this sucks this sucks it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they're unhappy or that they are bad people or that they're difficult it's just they're just they get so into the habit of complaining about things yeah. that they just kind of live there yeah and i feel like he was just a complainer from the start vibrating mm-hmm. low you know his body's beat up all his hair fell out and he just you know, but I think what I liked about his relationship with Tatiana is Tatiana's like, well, okay, you're a performer. Why don't you do this? Yeah. And kind of gave him ownership and gave him something mm-hmm. to kind of feel his own pride about. And yeah. Much like Tyra when she was talking about how she wanted something of her drag mother. I think mm-hmm. Tatiana did the same thing of being like, okay, well, what do you have to bring? This is a partnership. We're doing this yeah. together. You're going to help me win. I think I agree. I think that's what they both did really well. It's like, well, let me bring part of you into this. Yeah. Which and- is, uh, which is, I think part of, was part of the challenge unwritten. Yeah. And I think that was really smart. And I think in, in, in the case of Tatiana and Michael, it was like, how do we overcome an obstacle here? Yeah. And I think with, with Tyra and, and Dustin, it was like, oh, well, let's take this opportunity. Yeah. You're a dancer. Yeah. yeah. You're a dancer. Let's add that in. Right. Um, no, I think, I think that Tati, I th- even in the, the editing, the producers, it felt like they wanted to catch Tatiana screwing up here. Yeah. But she was handling it she really was handling, well. She was handling all of his negativity really well. And yeah. She was just kind of like, okay, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. was, I mean, I really admired. Uh, she was like, oh, oh, did you shave that? Oh, it all fell out? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like she was uh, 21, by yeah. the way, 21. Yeah. I put that out there because when I was 21, I don't think I'd yeah. be that good at handling this. I mean, I will say that Tatiana is keeps giving me kind of like some sour taste in my mouth as this competition in the past three or four, excuse me, two or three episodes have been going on mm-hmm. um, and kind of understanding why she went had to go home. Mm-hmm. But um, there's no question that she is... Uh, pretty stable and pr- yeah. knows who she is at this mm-hmm. point. And all the shit that Raven is saying about her, but all she cares about is what's going on with Britney Spears or Seventeen magazine. Oh my god, all of that is it's bullshit. bullshit. It's all Ugh, bullshit. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So should we talk about the elephant in the room? Uh. Yeah. Let's talk about. You want to talk about the dirty man, litter box? Yeah. Appropriately litter box. named. Yeah. Litter yeah. box. There you go. Um, yeah. Contessa Touche. Oh, that was Juju's. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, this was, yeah, this was little, literally her name was Litter Box. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, but like this generational thing or just this kind of, I mean, is it, is it a generational thing? Why, why is this happening? Well, we talked about this, uh, how there's an older kind of, uh, generation of men, mm-hmm. not gay, not straight, just men mm-hmm. that, are that believe that they can just be sexual and grab things and take things and and make passes Mm -hmm. and make comments um so there's that aspect and then there's also this aspect that these are repressed gay men and then all of a sudden now they they're in this on this gay tv show and he's like well i'm gonna say this oh this is funny yeah oh oh yeah oh oh i've had dreams of this right you know in 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 a way it's kind of kitschy um but i think that what's misconstrued is how it's coming off yeah. And they're thinking that it's this kind of like banter back and forth joke. The joke being, you're never going to sleep with me. Right. But the the not joke is, hey, you're making me feel a little weird. I mean, they can't edit around how uncomfortable Pandora looks yeah. during all of this. Right. And when Pandora is saying things like, I'm just like, don't look, just like do the makeup. I'm like, I don't mean to be so all right, Mary about this, but it's like how many people have had to say the exact same thing to themselves? Just don't look, just smooth it over. I mean... I've been there and it's like really uncomfortable to yeah. like be in that situation of like, Oh, I just, you are creating such an uncomfortable situation and my job is to smooth it over. Right. 
for you, not for me, right. but for you, because yeah. oh, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Right. Which, I mean, and I Pandora kind of explains later, she's like, I just have to focus, I get myself in the drag, we're in the competition, I get that. And to me, and I know this is just like a way, a lens, but like, I felt like with her, her drag mother, I was like, it was almost like she was taking advantage of that opportunity that like Pandora didn't have the time, talent, or energy to right. stop the presses because she had so much shit to get done. Yeah. So he could like just slip this shit in, you know, no pun intended. Right, right. And it just, I know a lot of this is contextual to watching season two in the fall of 2017. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can't help that. You know what I mean? Like that's, it, that doesn't mean that when it was happening in 2010, it was okay. Right. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's too super clear. Mm-hmm. It's not that it was okay. Um, I think in the context of this competition, like Pandora was put in a really shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, like what, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. You know, I remember being, um, <clears throat> personal story, um, there's a gay cycling group in the city called mm-hmm. Out Cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, fabulous. Um, and one time I went on a ride. We rode up to uh, the Tappan Zee Bridge and then back. And I was on the ride back and we had to stop at this light, this random light, New Jersey. And um, this older gentleman who was kind of riding behind me rode next to me and he said something like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 you know, back to the city. And then he reached over off of his bike and patted my ass as it was sitting on a seat. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't even like it was kind of an awkward motion. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, was I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't, I had no idea what to say. I was like, what the, f-? like in my head, I'm like, oh my God, please don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. I'm here to make some friends that like I have in common something with, mm-hmm. right. That I like to bike. Yeah. And now here I am with this older gentleman and, and in my head I had to check myself. Like if he was attractive, would I have welcomed it? Right. You know? And I'm kind of like, oh, I don't think so. I mm-hmm. think I still would have been like, why are you touching me right now? Right. We're on bikes. I'm super sweaty. Right. I've just ridden 55 miles. Like, I don't understand why this is happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so uh, to, to, to kind of relate this to Pandora is like, you have to just kind of, in, when you're put in those positions, you have to either fight or flight. Yeah. And it's not, neither decision is the wrong decision. It's mm-hmm. kind of how you need to self-preserve in the moment. Yeah. Um, and how you kind of handle it later with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to call that person, that's your choice. If you right. want to call that person out, that's your choice. So uh, nobody can fault Pandora. Um, we can look at the, at, at Don and be like, dude, you were a retired teacher. Yeah. Like, yeah, you need to have a little bit more empathy. Or that here. was Juju's, uh, Oh my bad. Yeah, yes. you're you're a, 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 <laughs> displaced, a displaced mortgage, mortgage account. accountant for God's sake. <laughs> well, that's Juju's. Don is the retired teacher. Yeah, no, Don's a retired teacher. That's Juju's mom, and then the retired Pandora has Edward. Yeah, she has the retired. I thought Pandora had Don, the retired teacher. No, she has the the displaced. Juju has Edward, the displaced mortgage accountant. I thought she had the teacher. I don't think so. Oh, I could swear. Well, so but we're talking. But in any event, it's. It's Pandora's mom who's the problem here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Box we have an issue with. Yeah. Um, Uh, You know, and again, going back to looking at us in the future and gay men in the future, like, obviously, I think we kind of understand now that, like, that there are other ways to interact. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, 
sending a dick pic is also how we interact. Yeah. So we can be outraged at Pandora, but are we still, are we going to be outraged at sending a dick pic? It's like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, where do we draw the line? Yeah. And, I, and not I, outraged at Pandora, but at, at her. Not Pandora, yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was creepy and eerie and, and, yeah. and then the whole bikini thing. And I'm like, okay, well, g- great that he wants to wear a bikini, like as an expression, but like, I couldn't help but feel like she feels really uncomfortable right yeah. now. And not because it's an old man who's overweight in a bikini, mm-hmm. but because of what happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, all of it felt, and I also, I just, I understand when you're in that situation of, even if you're not in a competition, it's like. It's what happens to so many people in these situations where everything numbs and you're just like, you just shut down and you're just like, okay, I'm how just going to keep going. How do you react to the to somebody's reaction to this conversation as, God, lighten up. It was a joke. Because I expect that there would be a lot of people who would even hear this and be like, oh, uh, all right, Mary, relax. Yeah. And it's like, fair, I guess. it's fair, but I also, what it makes me think of is in the same vein that there's all of these stories coming out about sexual harassment and all these men. And then there's all, then there's this response of like, um, and I think maybe Sarah Silverman said this in her recent, um, you know, statement that she made about Louis CK. Yes, I get it. There's a lot of men out there that don't do this. Now is not the time to tell that story. Right. We don't need to hear that right now. Right. In the same way, I think we have spent eons saying just relax and, you're telling that to people who can't relax about yeah, it. Right. And that's been the motto is, oh, we just, especially in the gay community. Oh, relax. Oh, it's no big deal. I mean, I was in the, the gay volleyball league a few years ago and it was, I don't, I don't, I never homo. had, you, you bet I am capital H <laughs> that's miss homo to you. Um, and so I don't remember. H O M O. You know, the Oh, rest. you know, the rest. <laughs> X. Um, homox. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I never, I didn't have like any outwardly negative experiences, but I definitely had ones where I was like, oh, that was unwanted. Yeah. Um, oh, I, uh, I wish I stopped that, whether because I was too drunk or I didn't want to make it uncomfortable or whatever. Um, where it's like to, but to say like, oh, just relax. You're just at gym bar getting drunk, having a good time. It's like, okay, but if I don't feel that way, then why do I have to prescribe to that? You know, yeah. and every time you tell somebody to relax, it's 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 no big deal. Then they have to keep stuffing it down and stuffing right. it down. Right. Well, what I think what would help is if somebody says relax and you say I'm not going to relax. Mm-hmm. That if there's somebody else that hears it, that they take your back and they're like, yeah, no, no, you fucking relax. Right. Like, right. Don't like, well, like this sucks. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I just we, feel- we need more allies, which is why mm-hmm. it's important that people speak up. Yeah. Because uh, it allows us to know that there are other people in the room that mm-hmm. might be with you. Right. Right. Exactly. I just I think that telling someone to relax or to calm down or, oh, it's no big deal. It's like. I don't think you get to make that call. Right. I don't think that's for you to determine. Well, and I think, I don't know, haven't, haven't we always heard that, right? Like, the minute somebody says to me, relax, like, oh, oh you're already past it. Yeah. You're I already am, past telling me that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you tell me to relax, I respond with Shirley MacLaine begging them to give their daughter the shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's where I go. I am like Joan Cut. Crawford in the rose bush. <laughs> With the scissor, you know what I mean? Relax, Joan. Relax, Joan. Ah! Tina! <laughs> I, like, it's an automatic, you know, response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. No, right, right. You never say... It, when If you feel the need to tell somebody to relax... What's that saying about you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. like telling somebody to behave in good company. It's like, well... Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Right. Behave? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, 
Anyway, yeah. I'm glad we kind of got that out. We kind of talked about that. This I, this guy, you know, yeah. it's not cool when older generations do that. We kind of understand why they do it, but stop. Right, right. I, I just think that, like, things change. Yep. You know what I mean? Things change. Right, Maybe, like, we don't have Shemail anymore. Right. Tranny Chasers is not a song that we're going to, like, sing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that if we're going to evolve as a community on other issues, I don't think there's anything wrong with evolving on this as well. And I think there's still... So many rooms in the house for being sex positive and honoring being consensual. Sure. And I, I don't think that you you have to sacrifice one for the other. I don't think what we're saying is sex negative. Right. I think it's just kind of like, hey, the most sex positive situation is one where both people are into it. Right. That's right. all. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not into Grinder for multiple reasons, not only <clears throat> because of the unsolicited dick pics and, and just kind of low frequency and, and the, the objectification and feeling like I'm shopping on Amazon, mm-hmm. but even just like the uh, filtering by race is super yeah. offensive. And so my way is just like not be on it. Right. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and also tell people about my experience not being on it and mm-hmm. how it's actually pretty liberating and, and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> um, again, that's also my journey. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Grinder exists. And I'm hoping that maybe it doesn't need to exist anymore. Sure. I mean, I think that there's a lot of other options out there. I mean, I. Um, I tried a bunch of apps and then I deleted all of them. It's just so funny because so many people are like, oh, I want to re- meet somebody the real way. I just want to meet somebody in real life. And yet they're constantly on all of these apps. Yeah. I'm like, well, Mary, like create your journey. Right. <laughs> you're not having. Step one. Yeah. Like look up from the phone because you're not having a real experience. Yeah. I mean, like I briefly tried Tinder and I was like, this is the stupidest thing Oh my thing God, I have a ever- song. I have a song. I have a song. It's going down. I'm swiping Tinder. <laughs> You'll be the one. I'm putting my microphone I down, ladies. Tonight. <laughs> Ugh. Wow. Just a regular Jackie beat over here. What a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why? Because it's made from corn. It's made from corn. <laughs> oh my god! And good in moderation. <laughs> Love the top. Love that top. Uh, <laughs> Won't finish that sentence. Yeah. So anyway, so I uh, anyway, I'm interrupting you, but you tried Tinder and you didn't like. Oh, that. I hated it. I thought. I mean, I this must be the experience. This has to be the experience, or else my self esteem is going to be swirl in the bowl. But like, you you connect with people, and then you don't have a conversation. It was so stupid to me. I was like, why would you swipe right on someone? And then, I mean, and I didn't really initiate very often because I'm afraid of rejection. But like, (laughs) you try to like, try and then like. Sounds like a perfect app for you. Yeah, it's it's really (laughs) great. That's why I deleted it. I was like, this is so stupid. Um, I can't do this like, I can't do this trapeze act where I'm between the trapezes at any point. You know what I mean? And one won't be there. Um, But it's like, then you just ghost on each other. And I was like, I could do that. I do that the rest of my life. I'm not going to do that here. And so I just deleted it. I was like, this is dumb. Um, So if you're on Tinder, I don't know. I don't know how you tolerate this shit. Mm. Well, let's move on. Uh, we're, you know, we've we've talked quite a bit off topic. So oh, Mary's, we're back on track. You're like the Oscars we're, over we're, here, well, flashing you the know, light. We're an hour in. It's kind of like, well, we're an hour on. in. Oh. Yeah, let's get on. Let's yeah. get on with it. Fast um, forward sound. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> um, so Tatiana and Michael, I feel like they're not really gelling. They they kind of had this like mm-hmm. argument that happened. Um, I do remember um, later on in the episode uh, when Juju is practicing with her. 
uh, her mother mm-hmm. that she says like uh, you know without confidence we're Tatiana oh yeah which felt very much for TV oh okay because they're like they're girls and I was okay. like this is I almost felt her like looking at the camera while she said it we're you know Tatiana. I mean? it was a funny line but it was yeah I mean, it was, I was kind of like damn mm-hmm. okay yeah it was very aware um, I really appreciated when Tyra said I mentioned this before but how she wanted the dance because mm-hmm. part of her is going to be in her drag mother and she wanted a part of her drag mother and me and I'm like that's brilliant that's exactly what you're supposed to do in this channel yeah, I I really like I love that moment. I also I loved when her when she and her drag mother were practicing on the main stage and her drag mother had on the dress, heels, long sleeveless shirt. I was like, this is my kind of drag. This whatever this is, mm. this ugly bizarre look. I was like, stag drag. I, I mean, it was just great. It was like it was it was just so bizarre. And um I want to see more of that drag on television. You know, <laughs> there you go, just Mary. more of that. You know, I uh, this is kind of when I was like, Tara's kind of a badass. Like, I just kind of imagined her in this moment when she's working with her drag mother. Like, Tara can sew. Mm-hmm. Tara can dance mm-hmm. just by looking at it. She can learn shit real, real quick. Yeah, she's super professional. She's not complaining about it. Mm-hmm. She's not getting stressed out about it. She's not really sweating. No, right. Her looks, her paint, it's all polished. Yeah, and I'm kind of like. Oh, okay. She's kind of calm about it. Yeah, it's super calm. And and the product that she comes out with, the like the matching looks, the routine, everything that they put together. I'm like, oh, this is Tara did well. This is great. Like, I mean, sure, her drag mother's makeup was a little harsh, but like, my only critique on Tyra up to this point now is that she was kind of annoying, but also that she has um, because of the immunities. She got away with snaked by. She yeah. slithered her way through. She did. Yeah, yeah. But I think that like, I don't know. Because of what I'm seeing now, I'm glad we got to see her go further. I'm glad that she managed to misstep the rocker chicks. You know, challenge. Managed to miss the rockers chat. Rocker chips. This sentence. We're gonna start this again. I'm glad that she was able to miss the rocker chicks misstep. In any event, she was able to be immune that episode. Um, I just can't say that oh, my sentence. My lady boys and girls. Oh, my lady boys and girls. It's okay. You don't need to say that sentence. Do you want me to say it again? Do you want me to try no, again? No, we don't need to. I could try it again. I, I, I think again. we accept you for who you are. Yeah, and Is, we know what you were trying. We to into say. this. We're okay with. Okay, yes, all right, yes. well, I'll, I'll move on. Country um, fried meal. Country fried meal. Um. Uh, so we see Raven groom her mother. I love that. I love that she's like, I had to shave my fucking mother. It's I, a super bonding experience yeah. to shave another person, right? Yeah. I mean, that's super intimate. Yeah, um, no. I a lot of trust there. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was, um, I really enjoyed their relationship. What I liked, I liked that Stephen is very non-reactive. He's very like calm. Like mm. I liked when they were rehearsing and then Raven was like, well, have you ever worn tights before? Can you do a like uh, triple back, backflip handstand? Oh, right. yeah. And like, you know, Stephen just kind of laughs. And yeah. I felt like, this was the kind of person Raven needed. Mm. I felt like Steven kind of calmed her. Right. If she got Michael, I think it would have been like, Oh, it would have been two alphas. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. This was like a really good mix. Um, Do you want to talk about the, 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 Oscar Wilde moment? Uh, yes. Or did you have anything before that? Uh, this is right before the runway. Uh, I think that we've talked about, because we've talked obviously about Pandora's Drag Mom. I let a notes about that. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Oscar Wilde moment and, and Michael's line about there is a pantheon that one should learn. Because mm-hmm. I wrote down the question of like, what do you consider part of the, I mean, the pantheon, whatever, it's huge, but what do you consider to be like essential? 
like what would you say for like drag for excuse me for gay history yes for like a young gay man would be like okay here's what you because it's kind of unfair right because it's also it's also culturally biased right mm-hmm. i mean you can be into oscar wilde and judy garland but then not know who diana ross was or mm-hmm. uh eartha kitt you know like mm-hmm. you can uh grow up a, a gay person and and miss out, right? Mm-hmm. And, and miss out on so many things. I mean, I can't tell you how many people my age uh, only saw Mommy Dearest like three years ago. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was lucky that I found it, you know, when I mm-hmm. was like 12 years old. Yeah. I remember when it was on, I, I probably was on HBO all the time or something where it was just yeah. like, what is this? And I'm a musical theater queen, so mm-hmm. there, that there's all of that pantheon that I should know, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm not a musical theater queen, do I have to know who Cheetah Rivera was in West Side Story? Like, do I right. have to know that? Do I have to know about Judy Garland, you know, mm-hmm. Ring Them Bells? Like, I, yeah. I, 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 this, this is a little, it's a little problematic. What's more problematic to me is actually when, uh, like the other drag mom, when older generations get upset Mm-hmm. That younger generations don't know. I get it, right? Like I get kind of upset that you know people don't know Saved by the Bell references. Right? Yeah, my, mm-hmm. my the students that I teach at NYU, like I can make a Saved by the Bell references, nobody will get it. It's wow. just like God damn it, you know. Right. But I'm not upset about it, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're not you know good people. Right. I hear you're you. a bad gay because you don't know who Oscar Wilde is. Yeah. It's like you're not a bad gay. You just have to learn who he is. And if, if that has any merit to you, then mm-hmm. great. And if it doesn't have any merit to you, then then fine. Yeah. I, I don't understand the the angst that com- often comes with older generations um, and younger generations, right? There's yeah. that, that kind of like, well, you don't know. You don't know. You don't mm-hmm. know. It's like, yeah, they don't know. Yeah. So now what? And I get that. I get the, I, I think, you know, there's there's that sense of, these are the cultural icons that like they feel it's of this time mm-hmm. like any it's kind of like i think about this with new york city this is a city that's changed over and over and over again and i feel like i moved here first in 2007 and that was a different time than 2017 and yet i think that we get attached to the way it is at a certain point people say oh new york's changing it's like yeah, but the version you're attached to is a change from what it was before that and a change before that right and we just get very drawn to the things that are part of our own history right and and so you and you hear this a lot with gay men in new york like they talk about Ch- you know chelsea all the time oh right. that's where the big couple where did twilo go yeah, yeah. all these and, and you hear it a lot because i think the tunnel the curfew yeah yeah right, i think right, there's right, just right. that sense of like which is very 90s it's very new york 90s mm-hmm. like it's it was a staple right but we're not there anymore so now right. what yeah. and maybe it's because so much was happening in so much change or evolution was happening in the gay community and these were these sort of cultural icons of those important times maybe that's part of why people are so like attached i wonder if part of it is also because so such a huge portion of a generation of gay men was lost the aids crisis right that there's that sense of like preserving yeah and there's so yeah that's a great point you know that's a great point and so perhaps remember yeah and and it will be lost right and and that's that's problematic for any society right Mm -hmm. or any community is losing part of your history yeah i will say that it is super important i'm snapping Mm -hmm. for younger generations to be educated on what helped shape them and what Mm -hmm. was important and and whether you're black white or asian or or non-binary you have to know 
you have to know what came before you because mm-hmm. because the more you know, the more you're going to go forward and, yeah. and be stronger. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I understand why it's important for Tatiana to know who Harvey Milk was or who to know who Oscar Wilde was. Um, I what I don't understand is is how quickly people react and how quickly they get angry about it. It's like, mm-hmm. I get your frustration, but that's not helping the situation. And that's not going to make Tatiana listen to you more. Right. Well, I think that expression of like being a bad gay gets bandied about in different ways. Mm. And in some ways that are like super reductive, right. You know, it's like not knowing who blank is or not being into this or never trying that. Like, oh, you're yeah. a bad gay. Or if you're, if you're not a fashionista, right. if you're not somebody's, if you're not in Broadway, if you're not in drag Queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, like, oh, you're a bad gay. And it's like, oh, cause you, need one more person telling you you're not good enough right, you know like right. oh your cup's not runneth over yeah. enough you know yeah. Yeah. Um, talk about a bad gay kevin spacey okay he's a bad a, gay there's a we're gonna agree on a bad gay yeah that's a real bad gay yeah yeah bad gay. um yeah no and i but i do i think that it's just i think it's something that we won't know until we see it but i wonder if it's something that will uh decrease because of the internet that nothing's lost now. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Not, nothing's lost now. And I think that when these men were coming up, all of these cultural icons and experiences and pieces of art, they couldn't be preserved. Right. It's like oral tradition, no pun intended, where like that's the only way this stuff continues. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No pun intended because everything a gay man does has to be tinged with sexuality, you know? Um, <laughs> lest we forget, you know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Mary. Yeah. Good point. Um, um, but okay, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out. That it yeah. was kind of, like, annoying that they got mad at Tatiana because I'm like, okay, she's not going to respond well now. No, I, I don't I don't think condescending to someone ever makes them want to do better. Yeah, you know? and calling somebody a bad gay or not a homosexual, I mean... Whoa! Right. Calm down. All right, Mary. All right. That's an all right, Mary moment. Yeah. 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 Um, on the you know on the positive side of things we saw in the workroom at that point, just another feather in Tyra's cap. I love what she was saying about her drag mother, like taping her up to give her the the hips that she needed and deserved. Mm. Deserved felt deserved. really special to me. I was like, yeah, you deserve to look good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, is she it, the only one that gave her mother hips? I mean, I'm sure the other ones did. I, you know, I can imagine I there was. They had, yeah. I mean, I don't think Contessa. I think she had a pretty not form-fitting look, so she kind of just used her own her, right. her own curves and swerves. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to. Who else? I mean, Tatiana. Certainly not Raven's one. queen. She was just a little yeah. beanpole. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Maybe she was the only one. I think she was yeah. the only one. Yeah. Um, um, the runway, yeah, run, run, runway, run, RuPaul in her fluffy purple outfit. I thought she looked good. You That's know, so cute. I don't. Have we ever seen her with that kind of like shoulderless, like a uh, Bianca Del Rio type of thing? Yeah, I just I felt like it was uh, it was very much a nude illusion from the chest up. You oh, know, I see. it was yeah. like oh, I remember. I don't remember seeing that much of Rue up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wrote down that I felt like Cloris Leachman, she looked like she had just like spent the entire day like laughing to herself and saying, are you fucking kidding me right now? But loving it. Uh-huh. Like I, she looked like she was having the best time. Yeah. I was like, I, what is this? This yeah. is great. And you know? then you, uh, in, in stark contrast with uh, the Knicks CEO. Tony Coe. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you don't belong on TV. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> I mean... She was fine. But, oh, yeah, but it was yeah. just like, you're not bringing anything here. She didn't bring anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was no Anastasia Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Doing eyebrows in the workroom. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the late, great Debbie Reynolds. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the real so America's sweet. sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, so sweet. Yeah. yeah she's, the other sweetheart. The other, yeah. yeah the other <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, back to, you know, this runway. I just, I th- all of them were fine. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, you know, obviously, I, I think what was most funny or funniest about Tyler 
Tatiana's uh, performance was RuPaul's laugh during. Oh, the, the yes, the laugh while she's running down the, yeah. with the yeah. walker. Yeah, yeah, that's what was the funniest. Yeah, um, I really loved uh, Raven and Golda. I thought that. I, I loved how the blue shoes match the blue scarf. Okay. I, I loved Raven and those like sparkly leggings. Raven looked great. And that was maybe one of my Raven favorite Raven looks. It was so just like simple, but yeah. well done. And you know, just for the record, Jujubee's lip sync is fabulous and fuck them for saying otherwise. I'm just oh, like, yeah. no, yeah. you don't get to say mm-hmm. that her lip sync is over the top because she's a drag queen. Yeah, she's a drag queen. And eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> eat shit, Leechman. <laughs> Um, I I did also want to just mention that uh, I keep wanting to say gold in my ear, but it's uh, gold all in my. Uh, I felt like her in drag was giving me Aunt Linda realness. You know what I mean? Like she had, she looked like some. She was another someone's aunt. You know, uh, there's oh, like see, peppermint is somebody's aunt at the wedding. A great aunt. A, she was a very great aunt. She was a wonderful aunt. She's the kind of aunt who's like, so how you doing? Oh. You know, she's always on her way to the bank. Um, that's <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to the bank. She drives like a champagne-colored Altima. Um, <laughs> that's what I pictured her as. Yeah. You know, this whole like woman, Golda, Golda. Yeah. yeah, Aunt Golda. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Pandora and Litterbox were they were fine. Yeah. I thought everybody was fine. Yeah. I thought it, it was very subjective who kind of was in the bottom here, mm-hmm. or they were very they had to be very picky. And I think Rue is right. Like they're all stars now, and it's kind of like, all right, well, who has to go home next? Yeah. I mean, you know. I feel like in terms of ones who are better than others, I mean, Tyra and the other Tyra's choreography was so good. Yeah. That was a, a an anti-criminum where I want, I like, I enjoyed oh, seeing I that more. over and over. Yeah. Right. I think right, they showed right, it like right. four or five times between the episode yeah. and untucked. I mean, if I were to, if I were to pick, I mean, I think I wrote Juju should have been on the bottom. Yeah, I agree. You know, that mm-hmm. her mother's look wasn't as great. That wig, I don't think, worked at all. And the, and the makeup was a little odd. I don't like that wig, yeah. Um, but otherwise, I don't really know. I mean, Tatiana and Pandora and Raven's looks, I think, were all kind of very... They were none kind of, the, of similar. No, nothing really stood out. Yeah, uh, their mother's looks rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it went down to the competition, and in that sense, I'm like, well, they were all kind of good. Mm-hmm. And then it's at the end of the day, it's like, well, how have they been doing? Who else can we put on the bottom exactly. here? And it's like, okay, Pandora. Yeah, because I think that Raven, you could say, oh, because her her mother just kind of stood there, mealy mouthed, but because Raven picked her up, and there was right. a great story there, they had right. to keep her. Right. Um, and I think with Pandora, it was similar to Jessica and similar to Sahara where it's like, it's just time to go. Like, I just don't know if we're going to get... You're great. I just don't know if we're going to get anything more from you. Right. And and there's still storyline, and, and there's Jujube, still potential. And Jujube slays those lip syncs. Yeah. Um, despite mm-hmm. Cloris Leachman's thoughts. Right, whatever that stupid bitch thinks. <laughs> she doesn't know anything. What a dummy. <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> baby. Uh, <laughs> um, big baby. So... Uh, yeah, th- I mean those are those are, those are my notes before the lip sync. Um, I thought it was cute that Tyra's mother's name was Tyra, which makes me the other Tyra. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, oh, Tyra, you're pleasing Rue. There's always a little clever something that she does that yeah. like elevates things. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, and then when it, you know when it got to the critiques, I mean, I. I, I, I was going to say, like, I'm, most of my notes are about Debbie Reynolds. Um, my favorite being that, like, when Debbie is talking about Tyra's mom, she says, uh, you know, the mother with the hair could have been a little bit less, but then that's the kick of it. And yeah. the way she says, but then that's the kick of it. She does this hand. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so Debbie Reynolds. Sure. That hoofer. <laughs> Anywhere Debbie goes, I have to call her a hoofer. <laughs> Why? 
That's just I. Anytime I've ever seen Debbie Reynolds interviewed or talked about, that's the. It's always like you know she's a hoffer. dancer. Yeah, but it's always that expression. Yeah, I would never think of that word. I think of Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was the original one of the original lip syncers, right? In the movies. She, yeah, you know, she yeah. Had to do all that. Yeah, she's great. Um, and then I also really loved when. Um, and I guess this was when the, the judges were talking when Cloris Leachman was talking about Tatiana's performance. She said, and she basically says, I just wrote down wheelchair. And it made oh, me think right. of Alaska as Lady Bunny. Well, I just wrote down anus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Russo's bring back the girls, which is still not our catchphrase. Sure. Um, once they come back to the main stage, I mean, I love that Rue says, you know, at this point, it's not about who was the worst. It's about the best of the best. Yeah, right. right. Um, which I think is kind of yeah, what, that's we're what I was saying. coming up against. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they kind of, it looked like they kind of set Tatiana up to win and then kind of faked her out. Oh. Which, I don't know, I was just like. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the lip sync. Shake your love. I mean, Juju won this. Uh, yeah. She was funnier. She was a little, she she was able to take a kind of interesting, odd lip sync song mm-hmm. and kind of do something uh do something interesting with it. I mean, those little keyboard moves. It's kind of like what well, you couldn't. You, I bet you couldn't even with it. I, you know, I'll tell you what. I know. I know what I've said. I know what I've said in the past about air instruments. But on anybody else, I wouldn't like it. But on Juju B, I'm just fine with it. She had the shake uh, of her shoulders, the face. Yeah, she and, was doing a bit. And Pandora, I think, was just kind of being sweet and fun and she having was a good time, skipping and shimmying her shoulders. Yeah, I, I, it, it was, was cute. It was cute, but I just, I just don't think it was. I think Raven was right. It's like, well, when I look at her, I just don't see a star. Yeah, and the way that Juju can own a stage is uh, peerless. Yeah, I mean, really, like every shot, I was just like, I keep my eyes keep going to Juju. Yeah, and and not to Pandora. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when Rue announces that Juju is staying, there's uh, Tatiana's in the background. It's an interesting reaction shots from her. And it's because it's like, I guess at that point, you gotta be, uh, you'd be upset to see either one go. But she's like, when they realize, oh, Pandora's going home, they're just like, oh my God. Oh. Right. Because I think it's like, she hasn't lip synced yet. Yeah. She, I think they call, can tell she's very talented. Um, you know, I think regardless of the reaction she's getting on the runway, I think they all like know, like, this is like a, this is like a, a queen who knows her drag, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess at that point, it's like you're in this race so long when you see somebody go, it's like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to imagine that when you get down to like the top five, top four, it's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I mean, this was, is this her, should you be second week in a row? Or is this, was there was one? Oh no, she was, she didn't lip sync last week. She didn't lip sync last week. It was against the week Jessica before. Wild. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, who lip synced against Jessica Wilde? Tati. Oh, Tati. Oh, yeah, Miss Honey. Yeah. Um, so okay, so it was there was a week and a half. I think that it had this been two back to back, Juju would have been in more trouble. I agree. I yeah. agree. I think they could have easily edited this to be more in Pandora's favor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, Pandora's exit is iconic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's one of the first kind of like witty catchphrases. Know what I mean? Yeah. And things. in Untucked, they kind of show like a different version of it where like. I think it's Merle. She's like, oh, bye, Pandora. And then Pandora falls, or you hear Merle say, oh, my God. Like, she really thinks it's real. And it's for a moment. It's great. Or, you know, it's more like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I can't believe she she's having to go home. And then she fell, you know? Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Pandora really, I felt like the way she exited that kind of, like, fake-out moment. Yeah. It's kind of like what, what she was going for with right. her drag. was right. like, is she real? Is this real? Is she kidding? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. That I thought it was so great. Well done. Yeah. Um... I think I need to get some water, so I'm going to take a little break. All right. 
So, of course, now we head into the Untucked Lounge, um, where right off the bat, um, I have to I have to point out that Raven calls Tatiana's drag mother pasty face McGillicuddy. Oh, sure. <laughs> Which is just I mean, yeah. I know I don't like Raven's shade, but um, credit where credits do. For sure. You know, I uh, if I'm being honest with you about this untalked, I I it took me a while to get through them um, mm-hmm. or get through it a bunch of times and find <clears throat> kind of interesting content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was the the information about Tyrus Afro wig mm-hmm. um, that I thought was uh, kind of interesting. Um, they but read otherwise, Merle of Filth. Which what, I, yeah, they read Merle of Filth. Uh, otherwise, um, there wasn't much that I found very kind of interesting. It was kind of a boring untucked for me, and mm-hmm. and which surprised me because there was all of these drag mothers in in the room, but I don't think that they were giving much. I Um, don't think they were. I don't think they were doing, I don't think they were like great TV. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that they didn't get that they were really on TV anymore. Right, 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 exactly. I think they were like, oh, we're just in the green room. Yeah, oh, they're just, this is behind the scenes. Right, yeah, like this is just web content. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I mean, it's worth noting because it it fits in with things we've done that Pandora, I I never knew this, makes a Drop Dead Gorgeous reference. Uh, When they go into the gold bar, uh, when she and Juju and with their drag mothers, she says, oh, lights, camera, me without a stitch of makeup on. Oh, yeah. And I I was like, I... So that felt felt very validating. Come on, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Come on, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Um, Tyra, well, before we talk about Tyra's ankle, Tyra lends Pandora the Afro wig. Yeah. find out. and Or Pandora lends Tyra. Right. Yeah. And Pandora doesn't get any recognition for it. And it's right. kind of like, ugh, well, I don't know who to fault here because it's like, well, you gave it to her. Uh, right. You didn't say anything about it. And Tyra, God damn it, you didn't give credit where credit's due. Like, that's kind of shitty. Right. Right. Well, and it's interesting when Pandora's like, oh, well, don't ever lend a queen anything, you know, of yours in the competition. It's like, well, we've seen that throughout the competition go well and not so well you know what i mean right. i mean like just last week tyra lended tatiana her dress and yeah. it didn't go well yeah beetlejuice beetlejuice, beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah um but of course tatiana gave tyra credit for yeah. it right um yeah i mean i also i i also went after she got read for it of course which is smart i also feel at the end of the day it's like well you lent her the look but you lent her the piece but she made the look yeah I don't know. I kind of feel like it's like when you help a queen out in the room, I think about Bianca. It's like, is she looking for credit every time a queen gets, you know, yeah, yeah. for something like, she helped you with? You know, just because it helped Tyra win, it's just like, well, that doesn't mean that you get more points. Right, right, It doesn't. Right. Maybe you should have worn that wig right. if it's so great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that. Um, I'm on Tyra's side for it, which I'm surprised to say, but I'm like, eh. I also feel like when Tyra was like, Tyra didn't mention it. And she knew she didn't mention it. Right. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no. I, oh, I, yeah, I said I, it. I but said that it was my wig. But I didn't get a chance, to, didn't say get a chance that, to say that it was her wig. Yeah. So. It's like, all right, Tyra. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, Rue, I'm like, oh, Tyra. You oh, little well, you know, I didn't get a chance to say that about yeah. her wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get what Rue loves about her. I get it. I kind of am falling for it. Um, oh, I got these Afro wigs, and you know, right? <laughs> she did get them. She did receive. Yeah, them. she got these Afro wigs. Yeah, we don't. I, I just <laughs> the truth is in there somewhere. Um, uh, Pandora's, you know, obviously circling the drain, and she feels it. So yeah, certainly. Um, the other, you know, other big topic in Untuck for me was Tyra's ankle. You know, Tyra's putting on this like ankle gate. Mm, yeah, my ankle hurts. Right, right, and it's, it's like really hard. Yeah, and either. Either Tyra did hurt her ankle and she danced through it, or she put on that act for the judges and she got away with it. Either way, I'm like, all right, Tyra, 
I, 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 I'm just, I'm okay with it. This is a season two move. I'm okay with it. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, it's te- the cameras. Season. The cameras are on, Mary. This mm-hmm. is a reality show. Exactly. So if you're upset about somebody putting on a show, right. you should go to should... another show. Exactly. <laughs> go to another show. Uh, uh, give her another show. Give her another show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I agree. I just, I, I, it just didn't bother me. Um, I also, you know, it's sort of a mini moment, but I, I. They kept talking about it. I'm like, guys, get over it. I you know. have nothing to talk There's about. There's nothing right to talk now. about. There's yeah, nothing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um, I did like that Raven's drag mother was kind of like grateful for like the fruits of her labor. Like to look at Raven and like, oh, you were like out in high school. Like, oh. This is kind of what I fought for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was sweet. That was, uh, that was nice to see. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, no, there wasn't anything really significant. I think we've yeah. talked about a lot of the stuff that happened in different ways. They mentioned how uh, they, the drag mothers mentioned that they were expecting there to be like big diva stuff mm-hmm. and drama, and there just wasn't that. Right. Because right. I think they, that, it, you know, it's top five. It's like, okay, we're kind of past that a little bit. Right. They're a little bit more focused. Mm-hmm. There's rumblings underneath that maybe yeah. they were not aware of. So. And there was so much work to do in this episode that I think that like you kind of have to like, put down the diva attitude roll up your sleeves and get to work you know what i mean like you kind of like i don't think there was room to be a diva because they just had so much to do right you know? right um so yeah no but i i but i would have to imagine that there was maybe an element of like oh wow they weren't just all these like bitchy queens like this is my experience with drag race it was like oh i expected all these bitchy mean queens it was actually kind of nice yeah 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 um uh, the one question i have for you is uh, what do you think about juju b's question um or her kind of problem with the judges on pandora's outfits versus tatiana's i oh, mean yeah. pandora kind of bitches about it too it's just like why does tatiana get away with this and pandora doesn't mm-hmm. and pandora i know at the end of untuck says like well you know had i not shown that i was able to sew and that i was able to do this would they have been more impressed with me what do you think about that well i think that like the point they're making of like pandora is a seamstress and it's like well there's a big difference between knowing how to sew and having good fashion you know what i mean and i makes you think i don't know anything about about fashion fashion. yeah Yeah. it's lumpy blue sweater (laughs) um yeah i uh i think i mean i didn't necessarily like the looks that tati came out with i thought they kind of looked like a like a, a mother daughter fashion show in russia you know what i mean like it was just like oh this what do you why did you do this? I didn't like her looks at it all. It looked like she had duct tape wrapped around her waist. Uh-huh. I just, I, I didn't think they were great looks, but I also felt like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that they had a problem with ever with Pandora's construction. It was just her style. They weren't into. Right. And I think that that's, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of like what Jessica Wilde said. You think you're going to do well and you don't. You think you're not going to yeah. do well and you do great. I mean, at the end of the day, it's almost like a Thorgy Thor Chi Chi situation. Mm-hmm. It's like Pandora, you there wasn't enough drama going on with you and the other girls. Yeah. yeah. And one of you had to go home. Right. So I'm sending you home. Right. You're a star. What else do you want from this competition? Yeah. I'm sorry. You, if you had gotten to the top three, you wouldn't have won anyway. I mean, and they certainly later in the seasons, they have to have that awareness of like, I mean, maybe not necessarily season three because all three of them won three challenges, but that sense of like, like Jujube, I mean, got to the top three, great queen, but like didn't wasn't going to win. win. Yeah, like yeah. the other two had won two challenges. Yeah. And well, and Tyra won three. Tyra won three. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and Tyra never lip synced. It's like, ah, you know, it's going to her teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's that reality that I don't think that in season two, I don't think that they were necessarily like aware of, um, you know, it's unfortunate, uh, because Pandora was great. She was super talented and very funny. Mm-hmm. Didn't she win Miss Congeniality? She did. So, yeah. 
I yeah. mean, it's like, okay, we get it. We yeah. see you. We see we you. See you. We see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that, like, it's... I mean, I think it was Entertainment Magazine or whatever that was like Entertainment Weekly. They like said this was one of like the most shocking moments on television of that week, and it was so unexpected for Pandora to go home. And not Jujube. And not Jujube. Oh man, yeah. yeah, people were way off. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just like. I mean, Pandora has a really illustrious career now, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, well, why did she go home? But right. Jujube, Jujube, uh. Yeah, yeah, Jujube, uh. Jujube, uh. Yeah, Jujube, uh. Jujube, uh. Did you be huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I right. uh, that reading challenge. I mean, I her lip sync. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There was just so much more. I think that. Jujube showed off than Pandora. Yeah. Although Pandora's Snatch Game was great. Yeah. Um, Jujube, I, th- I felt was you know just kind of steady Betty the whole time. I agree. I just I think that there, I think that there just wasn't Except for a lot. You know, two weeks ago with her lip sync when she got drunk. But anyway, yeah, there just wasn't really more in the tank. I think for Pandora. Yeah. There really wasn't. Um, yeah. I wasn't shocked. Even when watching it this time, as objectively as I could, I'm like, no, I see why. I get there's, it. There's an audience out there, though, that believes that Tatiana should have been on the bottom and that Tatiana mm-hmm. should have gone home. Mm-hmm. I could have seen that happening. Absolutely. I do think that Tatiana could have been a top five queen and Pandora could have gone a top four. Yeah. I, I do see that. Um, but there's I, always that look, the top four girl who doesn't make the cut just you know, right at the line. Right. And it's, I, I know she's like, Oh God, that's so awful. Like, yeah. To get so close. I mean like when Chi Chi went, it was like, yeah. Oh, Chi Chi. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I feel like there's that too. Of like in some ways I'd rather be fifth place than fourth, you know? Oh, okay. Because it's like, like a Katia, Pandora, yeah. fifth Alexis, place is, Michelle. I, well, with exceptions. Yeah. Yeah. But fifth place in general is a great <laughs> place to land. Man. Oh man. <laughs> she's okay. done it. She's done it. Um, with a little mustache on. <laughs> Those moves. Oh God. Uh, oh God bless her. No. God yeah. bless her. Yeah. I don't envy her. I mean, it's so hard to be on TV. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yes. So yeah, that's I'm, untucked. That's untucked, and that is uh, Golden Gals. Mm-hmm. Our next episode is, of course, the the Diva, the Awards. Diva Awards, the final regular challenge of the season. <laughs> Uh, before we coast into the home stretch, yeah, I I feel like maybe this girlfriend's mentioned this that there's a lot that goes down in the untucked for this episode oh, next week. I mean, I can't wait. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen, it. seen it. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I don't know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done it, so uh, I'm excited to see how that all happens. Well, y'all acting brand new. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who was after Peppermint? So uh, you know, I thought maybe we'd have just a quick little Reddit on Reddit, well, Reddit uh, on even Reddit though news. we don't have many Reddit things. And I just wanted to start out with highlighting. Amanda's reenactment of this week of can I get a game? Can I get an amen mm-hmm. um, from season five? Her impression of Coco mm-hmm. and Alyssa is wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. laughing the entire time. So if you have not heard this week's Squirrel Friends episode, please. I think her impression starts at around fifty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you should skip forward, but right. if you're if you want to just get straight to the meat of that episode, mm-hmm. when she starts doing that, like you are just on the floor. Yeah, it is so good. I, I just I feel like <laughs> she like she literally says she's like, oh, let me walk you through this. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So Rue starts singing, mm-hmm. "Can I get an amen? Can I get anyone? She like sings it really fast, and then she's like, and then she shoots it over to Coco, <laughs> and Coco got her hand on her hip, mm-hmm. and she's looking really not into it, <laughs> and then Amanda starts. Singing mm. just like Coco, right? Um, Whenever Amanda says, "Oh, I've got the whole transcript," I'm like, "Oh yes, <laughs> yes, bring it, 
Give me Squirrel Friends Theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what it is. It's Squirrel Friends Theater. Squirrel Friends Theater. Yeah. It's an idea for a new uh, webisode. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's certain queens that bring out the best of them, like uh, Carmen Carrera. Right, right. Nick did a great Valentina, Valentina. impression. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Coco and Alyssa. Coco and Alyssa is just like great fodder. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing season six next, I guess, you know. Oh, man. So that I'm, is a rich season. I cannot wait. To see how this turns out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I and and they had some super nice things to say about us the last episode. You know, Amanda was like, "Oh, if their episode pops up at three a.m., I'm listening." <laughs> um, so we are kind I of. I missed that. Oh, it was really funny because Nick was like, "He's because he's been doing Into the Woods and has been super busy, and he's like, oh, 'Oh, I'm like so many episodes behind, so I'm just gonna like save it for.' I don't me. want any more goddamn excuses. <laughs> yeah, right. Make it happen, Nick. Um, but he was like, "I'm just gonna save it for a rainy day," and Amanda's like. All Right Mary is not a rainy day podcast. <laughs> so we're not just over I here. I will say that we're a podcast for all weathers. Oh, you totally. Know, we're open to all weather yeah. systems. Yeah, we're, we, yeah. Any, any rain or shine. Hot, cold, dry, we're like, wet, We're like cold. the fucking po- post office over here. There you go. Or always. There you go. Um, but yes, I mean, so we're not just tickling their balls because they're saying nice things about us. That's I think right. it's just, uh, yeah, no, they're just turning it out. I mean, <laughs> they're great. You know, I feel like I was thinking about this on the way over. I was like, ugh, remember when we all like hung out around DragCon? Oh, like, yeah. I love the fact that there is a group text message that exists between the four of us. Uh huh. It's yeah. just there if I need it. It's like having yeah. a, it's like having a celebrity's phone number. Right. It's there if I need it. Right. You know, there you go. Um, feels good. Uh, I had just a couple little things I wanted to mention. Go for it. One, I did not know this queen, Flawless Sabrina. She just recently passed away. Um, so I put this out there because I, I can't talk about her like I know her. Um, but I think, you know, honoring our history, uh, it's worth doing a Google on the Flawless Sabrina. And uh, she appeared in the movie The Queen, which we've talked about in the past, mm. which features uh, Crystal LeBeja, oh. um, which you can find on YouTube if you just search The She's Queen. She's an old queen. She was born in uh, 1939, 1940. Yeah, yeah she, was, uh, she was a big part of, like, um, you know, really early ball culture. Yeah. And, like... You know, she was. I think I read in the interview that they had the article about she. They were like putting canopies over the doors so people could enter, and um, just you know, really reflecting a different time. You know, it's like right. they had to kind of like sneak to go do this, and now we're watching it on VH1. You know mm. what I mean? So uh, <laughs> worth doing a little research to see where that music came from. Uh, the flawless Sabrina, rest in peace. Mm. Uh, if you're listening to All Right, Mary, right now. Um, <laughs> Another really quick recommendation before a major recommendation. There's another podcast I like called Risk. It's a storytelling podcast. And they had a recent episode um, called Rejection. It's all about sort of different situations that involved rejection. And the third story um, by this woman named Patti Smith, not to be confused with Patti Smith, the singer, uh, is so good. And is so relevant for this podcast because it's all about when you're not a mean girl and you do a mean thing. Oh. And and when you do it when you're young and then when it kind of haunts you again when you're older. And mm. really this whole idea of like, I'm not a mean girl. I'm not a mean girl. And like she's and and the story I just blew my mind. It was so good. I can't recommend this enough. It was so um I just didn't expect it to be so like when I was listening, I was like, Oh, this is a good story, telling a story from like her childhood and 
it just it was so vivid i had to like immediately listen again so oh wow um, okay I, i'll definitely check it out yeah there's there i don't want to ruin it but there's this one line that she says and we'll talk about it after you listen to it that just broke my heart it's called risk the ep- this podcast is called risk uh-huh. and it's the episode called rejection rejection and it's the third risk, story rejection yeah third story okay. uh just really remarkable <laughs> cool. um and she lives in michigan and she's got and she, she's got that accent oh, and i just I, back to ann arbor i she lives snack. in ann arbor oh she yeah. has she goes to ann arbor uh, yeah. you know she gets she gets a snack. Yeah, uh, and puts it in her knapsack. It's great, and she's yeah. a teacher. You would actually like it the way she talks about being a teacher. Uh-huh. And oh, you just have to listen to it. Oh my god, uh, with the kids coming in, you know. You with the kids coming yeah. in, you know. You know, I'm giving them juice boxes. Well, you got to get the get snacks. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Well, you know, I I get uh, read a lot by saying like I'm not from Minnesota. It's like, well, honey, you sound like that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you say snack and back and knapsack. And there's nothing wrong with that. I no. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that accent. Don't do crack. Don't do crack. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me um, on that. A-L-A-B-A-N-A. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the other recommendation I have to make, and this is also relevant, uh, Michael Patrick King was a guest on What's the Tea a number of weeks ago, and he talked about this new show that he was executive producing, and I maybe even co-writing, I think, um, called Love You More. Uh, and Love You More. Love You More. <laughs> and so Amazon, Amazon Prime is doing this thing now where they have like three pilots, and then you kind of like give your feedback of which one or ones you want to see them take on, like, pick up whoa i know a lot i didn't watch the other two but love you more is unfucking believable reminder michael patrick king of course uh the comeback the comeback a lot of the same nuance is there well yeah a lot of the same like i mean what i love the most about the comeback is that it's not that it's all scripted yeah oh yeah every little um and uh has been scripted yeah this show, the the lead actress uh, Bridget Everett, she's she's in Lady Dynamite. She's been in quite a, lot, a couple other things. She's really fantastic. Um, there's a huge penis in it. So if you need a reason to watch that isn't like emotionally related, there's a huge dick in it. Like five minutes in, and you just it's just in your face. Um, it is. I laughed. So, I laughed. Comeback levels. Oh really? Oh, I, I laughed mean, that okay, hard. There we and go. And then the last scene, I cried so much i'd like leave the room i was oh, like shit. why i can't stop oh, like shit. it was i can't even talk about it anymore because i'm gonna get them it was so fucking good cool it's so good um so like if you don't have amazon prime like oh god figure out a way to watch the show like this is if the if and when this gets picked up this is like appointment television for me wow though i think with amazon i could just binge the whole thing so there you go i know your feelings on binging tv shows <laughs> god mary <laughs> anyway Anyway, um, yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, well, thanks for all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of what's the tea, this episode with Randy Rainbow this week, yeah, I thought it was really great. Yeah, I um, liked him. They, yeah, they were able to kind of really banter mm-hmm. uh, as peers. Um, yeah, and it was kind of uh, fun and and talking about what it means to start something that you didn't think was going to be something. Yeah. Um, and I like that Rue said is like, cause Randy says like, this isn't really like my thing. And Rue's like, this is, this your, is thing. your thing. This is your thing. Yeah. Now. This is your thing. And I thought like, that's what Rue's drag is. Yeah. It, it's not her thing. It's like, this is just what people responded to. So I had to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not here to like, my mom actually just re- recently sent me, it was an article from like the Atlantic from like March. Uh-huh. And she's, it was Rue's birthday recently. Happy oh, birthday, Happy Rue. birthday, Mama Rue. Yeah. So my mom sent me this article. I don't think she knew this, but she sent me this article on Rue's birthday. And it was all about 
how drag is like the best response to politics right now, but it was all really just kind of about RuPaul and everything we've everything we know and talk about RuPaul. Oh, interesting. Um, but one of the things RuPaul is that why she voted for Trump? Sorry, <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry, Trust Mary. Me. I'm really sorry. No. My dad voted for Trump too. I'm sorry, no, 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 Mary. No. no, the irony is not lost on me. Uh, my my uh, my parents who live in Texas. Uh, though we are all East Coasters at heart, um, did vote for Trump, and uh, the conversation the next morning didn't go well. Uh, so, yeah. I said things like, where do you want me to start, Mike Pence? <laughs> Just to give you an idea of how that went. Oh, I'd start with Mike Pence. I would start with, yeah, right? I'd start on him. Oh, my God. He, he looks like a two-handed jack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to say about Mike Pence. Oh, God. Mike yeah. Pence, none the richer. None the <laughs> So kiss me. So kiss me. Mike Pence. He, be- <laughs> he looks like he hasn't met a Chris Goat fist he hasn't liked. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I have to say about Mike Pence. With that gaping, whatever it is. That the gaping thing gaping you call an thing asshole. you call an asshole. I can go spelunking in there. <laughs> Ooh, spelunking. Mm, spelunking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, that uh, is apropos of nothing, but I just thought I'd give you that visual. Um, I guess that takes us to the home stretch of this episode. Yes. Um, if you have any thoughts on podcasts that you'd like to recommend, any thoughts on Tyra and why maybe she still shouldn't be crowned, um, any thoughts on Tatiana, on Pandora, unfortunately going home, you can always reach out to us at All Right Mary on Twitter, um, or you can reach out to us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to iTunes and you can leave us a rating and a review like so many other wonderful people have. And as we approach All-Stars 3 and people are like, where are my recaps at? They might say, oh, all right, Mary. People seem to like this one. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. I'll give this one a chance. There you go. So that would be great. Yeah. And that, of course, brings us to, as always, our final feature, which is the the last chance lip sync. This is the last chance lip sync. We really should have a theme. I feel like there's air guitar with that. I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, Air guitar sounds are just as bad. Um, They're all, they all, they're all near, near, near. You are such a killjoy. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yep. Don't yuck my yum. Yeah, I am just... I'm just throwing your parade in the urinal, baby, so oh I can piss all God. over it. Um, Don't rant on my parade. Oh, yeah. Life's um, candy and a son's a bowl of butter. Yeah, well, it's cloudy with a chance of be- meatballs, Mary. Oh, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I, our last chance lip sync this week. Uh, this is a song that I've heard a bunch of times. I've seen done. Um, there's uh, a, We've talked about Eva Destruction in Atlanta. Right. Uh, so worth checking her out. I can't believe she has not been on Drag Race yet, and she's not a rumored season ten queen. She's remarkably talented. Her lip syncs to this song are epic. Um, there's there's a video of her performing at the end of the song. And the song is called Rama Lama by Rashawn Murphy, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly because it's not Royson, which is how it's spelled. But there's a clip of her performing this on YouTube, and at the end of the song, there's just this like breakdown it's just like there's a move for every beat it just goes on and on and on and she's just she's she is hitting every fucking beat and it's just going and then you hear this girl in the audience scream oh my god (laughs) like 
like I've been that girl and so that inspired me I was like oh this is our last chance lip sync so ladies and gentlemen this is Ramalama by Rashawn Murphy and all I've got left to say until next week is bye I'll see you later alright Ramalama